So, uh, we watched the sequel to uh, The Curse of Frankenstein, which is The Revenge of Frankenstein, also directed by Terrence Fisher. Uh, yeah, so let's get into it. What'd you feel about the movie? Or, I guess, the plot. What's the plot this week? Um, so the plot is, it basically takes place immediately uh, after uh, where the last, like, it picks up right where the last film left off, immediately after... Uh, he gets sentenced and he's walking to the gallows, basically. <clears throat> um, and then it's actually shown off screen. But uh, he, from what I can understand, he disguises him, or Frankenstein disguises himself as the priest. And then the priest takes his place and and uh, gets uh, sentenced to the guillotine. Well, yeah, so they well, he doesn't get sentenced to the guillotine. They just, like, make a shift and like throw him into the guillotine yeah but that, that part actually confused me at first because it's not shown on screen well yeah the whole point was like you don't know that frankenstein didn't die like because then the whole next sequence is like great but then it's like kind of weird because then it makes you wonder like how that went down like what the hell did he like just grab the priest and just like strip him or like what well i mean yeah they, something along those lines like, yeah because he must have like attacked the priest and then like stripped him of his clothes and then dressed himself up as the priest well yeah not only that but then what happened to the executioner so i kind of i mean i get why they didn't show that on screen but like at the same time it's it's yeah yeah i mean like i didn't even think about that plot hole there's a lot of plot holes in this uh film but well, it's I, not I even still... necessarily a plot hole it's just kind of like it's it makes you wonder how that went down Okay, maybe not a plot hole. I don't. I'm misusing terms, but uh, yeah, it's confusing. Like you, you're just makes you wonder, like what exactly happened there. <laughs> but a lot of weird things like that throughout the film are kind of happening. Um, I like this film. Uh, Curse of Frankenstein was much better, though. I think it was far gorier than this film was. Uh, there's just less gore for some reason. I feel like this film, it just had a very different kind of tone and feel to it it didn't feel very much like a horror film uh it kind of felt almost kind of like a dark comedy or something i i wanted to call it slapstick but it really doesn't even have those features in it there's just like humorous jokes kind of laid into the script every now and then but it's mm -hmm. you're not gonna laugh your ass off watching it you're just no like, oh, and it's oh. got like kind of a quirky unique vibe to it it's kind of quirky would probably be the better way of putting it yeah but mildly quirky though not like off the top yeah it's not like over the top quirky but yeah over the top god damn it i'm f***ing up terms today um yeah so the same actor most of the same or not most of the same cast i guess peter cushing is the only one who's kind of like the same guy from the other one which is the guy who yep, played frankenstein so he comes back to play frankenstein and then yeah so basically he after he escapes the guillotine uh he goes to I think was it austria 
I remember the didn't, name of the town? I didn't pick that up. I just knew. Oh, like, so he goes. He goes. He leaves Switzerland and he goes to some other. I think it's Aust- a city in Austria or something. And he changes his name to Victor so that Stein. He, becomes, he becomes Doctor Stein. And uh, but even but later he admits like no I am Frankenstein but there's like so many Frankenstein's, uh, which was also kind of weird. It's like well why even call it Doctor Stein? Like just yeah. Well, and then at the end of the movie he changes it again to just Doctor Frank. <laughs> Or no, it's Franken. Oh, Doctor Franken. Oh, that's even better. Like L. Franken. Ah. Uh, uh. So change ups in this one too. So it's also less disturbing because like all the monster, like there's several monsters that are created in the film, but um, the ones that he makes, it's like they're all just like look like regular people. They're not as like weird or like fucked up looking as uh, the Christopher Lee Frankenstein in the first one. Um, and I think Michael Gwynn plays Frankenstein's monster in this, and I'm not really familiar with Michael Gwynn as an actor, but... Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. The transition... Uh, th- so, how that worked with his monster is, like, he was constructed, he looks like a normal dude or whatever, and the guy who helped Frankenstein escape, which, uh, I forgot that actor's name, but he basically plays, like, an Igor kind of character, Hunchback, has weird problems with his hands and legs. Uh, in exchange for helping Frankenstein escape, like, they, they're going to transfer his brain into, like, this new body, which is supposed to be, like, you know, this magnificent, beautiful-looking body or whatever. So on and so forth. And then there's kind of, like, this apprentice uh, that kind of Frankenstein kind of takes under his wing, who kind of blackmails Frankenstein into becoming his apprentice because he has this kind of obsession with Frankenstein. And uh, his work, down. yeah and his work so and the love interest in this film was also just kind of confusing because it didn't really seem like she was targeted to any guy she was played up as like the love interest of the film but it was confusing it's like there was no point of her you know actually hooking up with anyone in it like yeah frankenstein and his assistant nothing was going there and at a certain point i was getting excited because i'm like oh shit, are her and Frankenstein's monster going to have a thing going on? And it, not really. Like Frankenstein's monster... Actually, kinda... I was thinking that maybe at some point something crazy would happen to her and then she would become like Frankenstein's bride or something. Yeah, and the only thing like that happened was like you know? at a dinner party, Frankenstein's monster like caves in and he looks a little more grotesque for some reason. And he like grabs her for a second, but then like the whole scene is just him showing like, oh, that guy is actually the real Frankenstein. He's actually Frankenstein. Like, that's the whole reveal of Frankenstein's monster. You know, it's Oh, just... yeah, because well, because he calls out to Frankenstein. He's like, Frankenstein, help me. Franken-. And then they're like, whoa, why is he calling you Frankenstein? There were so many, like, things in this film where I'm like, oh, cool, like, where are they going to take this? But they were trying to substitute Frankenstein's monster, like, developing his character... And they just didn't. They failed, and they were trying to like make it exciting. Like, oh, see how he actually transitions to a monster, but not really. There's all these weird things. Like, there's well, at some yeah. Point... In this film, like, I feel like Frankenstein himself is way more interesting than the monster. Yeah, and other here's a really dumb plot hole. So like, uh, they have like a pet chimp that's you know tested on or whatever in their laboratory. And at some point, the assistant realizes, like, oh, uh, chimps, I guess, are not, don't eat meat, which they totally do. Like, that's a misnomer in the film. 
was so stupid. And he's like, oh, oh my yeah, God. Like the chimp was it, eating the other chimp or something. No, he was just eating like squirrels and <laughs> like they were just feeding him squirrels. So I'm like, wait, what? what? Yeah, he was just eating like squirrels and meat. And there was some implication that, oh, in this transfer, like, you know, Frankenstein's actually just going to become or Frankenstein's monster is just going to become a cannibal. Which makes no f- sense, because it's like, well, the only transition here is that a vegetarian turned into a carnivore. Why would that translate into a carnivore turning into a cannibal? I, it just didn't make sense. And then all the murders that Frankenstein's monster actually committed, at no point did he actually eat anybody. So... That's kind of stupid. <laughs> it, it was just like, here's this like epiphany about frankenstein's monster that went nowhere it was yeah well i think they were just kind of looking trying to reach for something so that they could have because i mean obviously if they just bring the frankenstein's monster back again and he doesn't attack people or do crazy stuff it's gonna be really boring so like oh like let's have this like monkey be eating meat and say (laughs) it never went anywhere that's the whole fucking dumb thing about it but no but i'm saying like if they didn't have that then they wouldn't like even though it is stupid like they wouldn't have anything to explain him just randomly attacking people I, I get that, but I mean, like, they just, they executed it so poorly, and it's like, and, and, you know, it's low budget, they were using a lot of, like, the set pieces that they used in the previous film, and I just thought, man, like, you had this, I don't know, unless they were making this film in a rush, maybe that's why the script had so many um, dead ends and stuff like that, but it was just weird, I don't understand why they did it that way. Worst part, worst part. Which is funny. It, I mean, like, when I'm saying these are the worst parts, I'm kind of laughing at it, just, like, how bad it is. But So Frankenstein dies at the end. He gets beaten up by a bunch of people, ripped apart. So his assistant... Oh, actually, that was probably my favorite scene in the movie, though. Well, here, it's, like, well... it's like when he's in the, the kind of... Because he's trying to project on the town like he's this great doctor and this philanthropist. But then, like... uh when he's kind of like working with them and they just all start trying Frankenstein, Frankenstein and just throwing, just throwing everything in the room at him and just mm-hmm. beating him up. Like that was, yeah. So it's not that part that I dislike what the part I, I I'm not even mad about it. It was just weird. I suppose is that when they have the brain transfer, uh, cause Frankenstein has like a second body that he prepped up. So his assistant transfers his brain into that body. And then like the, couple scenes later where they reveal like Frankenstein's back, you know, but he's in a new body. And I'm like, whoa. So they killed that character off, like the actor. So like, who's going to replace him? It's the same dude with a mustache. It's just yeah, Peter Cushing with a mustache. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> this is so stupid. He's just perfectly fine. The only massive difference is like, oh, I have a mustache now. I'm like, God damn it. It was a so Peter dumb. Cushing doppelganger with a mustache. Oh my God. It's so dumb <laughs> yeah but now and then he no he's not frankenstein anymore he's franken he's franken he's and he's frankin. in london now hey <laughs> ask oh, god i mean i still i mean i still enjoyed this movie but it's nowhere near as good as the first one i was excited for it like well into like the first 45 minutes of it because there was like so many places where it could have gone and i thought they were going to be like really creative even if it wasn't like you know gory or whatever but it just turned into like a lot of places where it's showing you where it could go and then just went nowhere. And it, it just kind of pissed me off in that way. And uh, you said apparently too, like the sequels to this film have even less continuity. Yeah, so I was, I was glad to see that. Well, because with the way this one ends, it's kind of like, I really am glad they didn't make any direct sequels to this one. 
because I feel like they kind of did enough with this version of the story. So I guess they, they did other Frankenstein movies after this, but they kind of went back to kind of more of the original classic, like Frankenstein mythos. Like they didn't do the revisionist, like, oh, Frankenstein is the monster now, and now he's making more monsters or anything like that. See, I mean, if they had gone down that route, like, uh, a little bit better, I would say, yeah, I would have been stoked to see, like, the third and fourth one. Like, where are they going to do, like, you know, kind of making it a franchise almost. But they really screwed up in the sequel because they just couldn't decide where to take it. Um, Which was unfortunate, but, you know, still, I liked these frankenstein films and i'm really glad you kind of introduced me into I mean, hammer I'm still, films generally i'm still i don't know like this one i think it's still worth a watch if you like frankenstein. oh yeah i would yeah like the, the sequel to yeah i would watch it because it's interesting as a sequel but I, yeah it just it unfortunately it goes nowhere i'm like god damn it i would watch it because it's interesting to see kind of like a totally different view of like what a frankenstein movie can be because it's so different from all the other frankenstein movies um but at the same time, like I'm glad they didn't make more <laughs> in this continuity, if that makes yeah, sense. And I, I, there's some like basically just innuendos, like sexual innuendos, kind of thrown out throughout the film. Um, but they're really subtle. They're not even like I'm so. It's so hilarious. It's just you know little innuendo here or there. Like there's one point where Frankenstein is doing some sort of appointment check with this young woman and so he's trying to use like a stethoscope to like listen to her chest and then she's like it's too cold you have to listen with your ear and i guess he seems uncomfortable that he has his ear on a woman's chest which i don't know if i guess he's just presented as asexual throughout the entire film well i guess too like maybe they're trying to show that like i don't know if those were like new instruments for the time or what but they're like they're like whoa this is too weird like you're using an actual medical instrument (laughs) oh yeah but i think the innuendo is supposed to be like oh he has his you know face buried in some woman's titties like i think that's kind of the point (laughs) um but and he seems so perturbed by it and like but it's not even like it's like above that it's like your chest like he just has yeah but i mean like that but you get that's what it's intimating right or i think yeah i think they were trying to hint at that like she and then there was another one where uh, this blonde girl who ends up getting killed by Frankenstein's monster, just a random chick, she's like with this guy who's just, you know, being a dork and like, you know, Oh flying, yeah, actually that was a sand. funny scene. <laughs> and at some point she's like kind of hinting like, get on with it. And he doesn't <laughs> understand and she's like, well, f*** you, I'm going. Well, yeah, he was like all interested in some ants or something. He's like, oh, I like watching the ants like, <laughs> well, and he's just like a, you know, kid dork who doesn't know how to, like, you know, finesse women or anything like that. He doesn't even understand the context of why she's hanging around him. It's like, okay. I thought that was a funny scene. I like that scene. It's yeah. kind of funny. I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I like it. It's quirky and cute, I guess. But um, again, like a lot of the humor in this film, it's like, it's not enough to compensate for it's the lack like, of horror. Well, or it's not like laugh out loud humor. It's just kind of like. Quir- that was quirky <laughs> which overall just makes the film kind of odd because it, it doesn't really pop out to you in like a really humorous way it doesn't pop out in kind of like a new plot direction kind of way and it really doesn't pop out in any kind of gory sense like they cut off one dude's arm okay fine that's about it it's it's a very unique film but it doesn't excel at anything really but it definitely stands out just for how different it is compared to all the other frankenstein movies well Anything else you kind of want to add on to this? Or... Um, so I would say, like, if you're into Frankenstein, I'd say it's worth a watch, you know. 
Um, but it's not like a must watch, I would say. All right. So next week we're going to be watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer, apparently. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Buffy. Uh, well, it's TBA. 